0: what's up everybody you are now tuning in and listening to cedric chris dempsey and justin and we are the men of the year your mama's favorite group of men streaming on all major podcast platforms so please, subscribe to Men of the Year Pod for the latest content and leave a positive rating and review and let us know how we're doing. Also, follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram at Men of the Year Pod. And if you have questions, suggestions, need advice, or want us to discuss a specific topic, feel free to email us at yearpod at yahoo.com or shoot us a message on social media. We appreciate you and we thank you for joining us. Let's get to the episode. Men of the year, men of the year, men of the year, men of the year, fellas. Wasn't that brand messaging the beat and the, the tag that went along with it? Wasn't that intro uh, flames, though. That was fire, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but we're finally here. It's our first inaugural men of the year episode of the very first one, and uh, we put a lot of sweat equity into this. It's three and a half months in the making, and meshing four personalities together isn't. You know, it's it's not as easy and seamless as I thought it would be. I feel that you guys probably thought that as well, but it you know it mm-hmm. took a lot of time to get our chemistry and our rhythm to a good spot, and you know we're gonna bring the A game or all of our A games. But uh, I think we we uh need to tell our listeners why we felt compelled to create this this podcast. You know, we created this men's health podcast because as a man, we're all. Stereotype to be this strong individual who can't really discuss or express his feelings. But and all that really does is is it creates resentments and and trauma. So with the four of us, we're here to to break them. And, you know, to our male listeners, I, I think... We want to say that we're very appreciative that you're all being vulnerable enough to join us in the safe haven because you are not alone. And I, I want to let you guys know that all four of us, we've been through our problems and our issues that we probably haven't talked about or haven't really been comfortable enough to talk about. But, you know, enough of that. We're we're all going to heal together. You know what I mean? And um, I just also want to say this, this it's not a he-man woman hater club. We're not the little rascals at all. So we strongly encourage our women listeners to hear us out and be patient with us and, and walk with us. Cause you know, us, us men, we are an enigma and we can be very difficult to, un, uh, to, to understand. And we're going to help you guys get to that clarity moment. So, you know, for, for all the listeners as well, who's been showing so much enthusiasm for this show, um, uh, if you guys want to share your voices, by all means, we're gonna invite you on this platform so that you can speak your truth, just like how we're doing, and have a healthy dialogue and conversation. So, twenty twenty,
1: right? Oh man, <laughs> twenty twenty. What a year! Yeah, what a year, man. <laughs>
0: the the, the yeah. year of hell, is, <laughs> is as, as, as Dempsey normally calls it. Yeah, twenty twenty was a. It was a really fucked up year, man. I think uh, that's uh, putting it politely. Uh, But, yeah, 2020 is, you know, we got to give it the the biggest middle finger ever. The biggest fuck you, basically. I mean, there was the Australian (laughs) fire. Two of them at that, right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there was the Australian fires. Uh, Kobe Bryant passed away. The, The COVID pandemic. Uh, The George Floyd murder that that sparked all the racial injustice protests, the the murder hornets. Mm -hmm. Um, What else? Trump got impeached in the 2020 election and and Chadwick Boseman passing away during cancer. That was, man, it was a it was a trying year for for everybody. Absolutely. Rest in paradise. Um, So, yeah, I just wanted to, you know, kind of reflect on 2020 and kind of see from you guys what exactly were the events or incidences that, you know, you guys were impacted in by the most, you know, what events of 2020 really resonated and stood out with you guys? Because it, it wasn't a fun year. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. It was not too fun.
1: <laughs> uh, I know for me, like just, just personal as in like my bubble physically to me and everything, it was, it was definitely COVID because um, I, I, for some reason, thought it was a good idea to try and take my career in a new direction. Even though I had a good, I had a good setup, great boss, great team, <clears throat> and I went to try and expand my my knowledge and capabilities by going into information security, learning about different threats and stuff there to improve on my risk management and auditing uh, capabilities and. Within two weeks of working at this new company, uh, I end up catching COVID, um, mm-hmm. and that was that was mild, uh, thankfully. Like with with my my health condition and everything, like I didn't have any issues there. Um, and then, unfortunately, there uh, a couple months later, four more people confirmed positive. The company, since I got sick and everything, they never. Changed anything they never added any ppe they never took it seriously they actually were in the office laughing about it calling it a hoax and all this other shit so um to to basically protect myself i i end up having to quit the job you know out of out of fear of my own health uh in august and i've been unemployed since and i start a new job next monday so five five months basically of being unemployed, which I think it's going to be hard on anyone. Uh, I was lucky enough that I had uh, money in a 401k that I was able to pull out to pay for bills. Um, And there there are so many people that don't have that luxury um, that didn't have that opportunity to get to that point that, I mean, I, I survived by that and I, I don't know how anyone who didn't have that is able to to actually have any semblance of a life. Um, Right. Right. um, But luckily I I came out all right. Health wise that I, that I know of so far Um, financially, I I just got to work on getting that back with this new job, but that that's what affected me personally and and physically this year.
0: Yeah, man. Kudos to you on, you know, landing a new gig new opportunities, you know, for being out so long. So yeah, congratulations on that. So you had COVID. I mean, Uh I know everybody probably reacts a certain way to it. Uh but how how did you react to it? How did your body react to it?
1: Dude, um so in in college I had I had mono which Oh, I I'm remember old. that. Yeah. Oh, um man, that was bad. I was in bed with mono for about a week. Uh funny thing, my my university um our our terrible health advisors that we had there. <laughs> um <laughs> long story short I was I was concerned that I could have had pneumonia mono or the flu they they tested me did the swab for flu they said it what it came back negative but that it's about 80 percent false fault like a false positive or positive false or whatever yeah um and that they were confident that that's what it was based on my symptoms but based on my symptoms it could have been like one of three different major things and uh I asked to, to be tested for the other ones. I said no, yada yada. So they were treating me for one thing. I was I was laid up in bed for a week. Uh, I had to crawl back there, uh, like a couple hundred yards, like legitimately like. crawled part of the way. Um, I was so severely dehydrated that they had I had to get taken to the hospital. Had two full IVs put in me and that sort of thing. And um, just the the draining feeling, uh, fatigue, soreness, like it, it felt pretty similar to that to where like i was thinking to myself was like can i get mono again Mm. um but no like i had joint pains i felt like physically like i had just been working out forever and like this was a constant feeling i had a pressure on my chest that like it felt like there's like a weight just sitting on top of my chest uh, and kind of like pushing down on it like when I would breathe, whether short or heavy, um, runny, like almost like a runny nose, but not really a runny nose. Uh, mm-hmm. is, you know what I mean? Um, I do. Yeah. Sore throat without like actually having a sore throat. Like it, it just felt like something was like stuck in my chest, uh, kind of thing. Um, I was in bed probably like close to twelve, sixteen hours a day um, oh while yeah. this was just going on. And it's just. I don't know. Like, I was lucky that I didn't have, like, anything major. Like, I, I didn't feel like I was uh, unable to breathe. Like, it just, I mean, it hurt a little bit, and it mm-hmm. was hard sometimes, but it wasn't, like, as, as someone who has, has a little bit of asthma, like, it almost felt like I was having, like, one of those episodes. Like, it, it's, it's cold outside. I'm running. I'm doing, like, my football drills and stuff, like, back in – back when i used to play like Mm -hmm. it kind of felt like that like the tightness and everything um but to be honest like i was lucky that it wasn't worse
0: oh yeah absolutely man i feel like i had covid at the beginning of 2020 because i was in bed and i couldn't do anything i was i was literally like weighted down and you just old and busted that too man (laughs) (laughs) But but what are you talking about? You're older than I am. So, hey, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Exactly one month older than me to the day. So I don't know what you're talking about. If I'm old and busted down, so are you. But uh, no, it's true, though. (laughs) Right. But yeah, I was, you know, my chest was heavy. The the coughs, they they hurt. You know, runny nose. I was like, man, this isn't your your typical type of flu. Like, I can shake a flu with no problem, but I couldn't Mm -hmm. shake that for a while. So man, I, you know, I'm thankful that you, you, you know, you powered through it, you know, considering that nobody knew exactly what it was and that time. Yeah, man.
1: Oh yeah. And I, I forgot too. um, so like, obviously I have, I have some, some health issues and stuff, which could probably like lay into this, but I never had this issue before. Uh, but like two days into like me feeling like this and having a fever, which I forgot about too, but I started getting edema, which, um, edema is basically like your body retains water and starts to like swell. So like my legs and my feet, whether I was sitting or laying, like would just randomly start swelling for no reason, which usually is a a sign of like poor, uh, health heart and like or heart health and, and like respiratory issues. Mm -hmm. So like that started like scaring the crap out of me as well. Um, and all that other stuff, so yeah, it was uh fun times. <laughs>
0: you're looking like Barney Rubble, weren't you? Oh man,
1: <laughs> fucking big ass feet! Like, I'm just like stomping around, like, just... yeah, I got cankles, <laughs> big, big kind of motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, no, um, uh... I'm, I'm just glad it didn't turn out worse, but
0: yeah, man, I am too. That's I'm, I'm glad that you're alive and well and you're kicking and you're about to. Start working everything. <laughs> what about you, Justin? What was the biggest Uh for event me. Oh. That, no, I was just saying, what's the biggest event for you that uh that resonated and impacted you the most?
2: Uh for me it's gonna be uh the George uh Floyd, his death. Like that was mm-hmm. definitely a very like eye opening event. Uh I mean, obviously for me, like it's not something that we don't already experience, but this was taken to a global level. So, Absolutely it was nice to see that other people really see what's really going on here in America. And then also for people that don't really understand like what was going on. I mean, it's crazy. Like it ended up being uh, like protests in over like 2000 cities, it says. And then uh, also, especially with uh, what happened uh, recently, like seeing how uh, the government kind of reacts to the situation. Mm -hmm. I mean, like over Mm -hmm. like 62,000 national Guard people were activated and deployed into 30 states. So yeah, uh, it's crazy to really see, like, this that that sparked all of this. I mean, obviously, I don't want to, like, not shedding light on Breonna Taylor's death either. But uh, even uh, with the uh, NBA, I mean, they were wearing masks, and, you know, I can't breathe. So that started a whole movement.
1: Right. And And, And that's the thing, too, like, what you're saying with, like, the whole Breonna Taylor thing. Like, there are so many names. That, yeah, that led up to it. it's
3: just, mm-hmm.
1: it's, just it, it's sad how much that stuff had to compound to get the voices out to get those videos out to get people to,
0: right.
1: to actually invest and and when i say that i i mean people outside of the community being affected so
3: mm-hmm. yeah and they only what the the two um cops were just fired what i believe only what a week ago like, yeah, for Brianna Taylor, oh. yeah. and that was it.
1: Oh, that that actually oh. did finally fall.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and, and
1: I, because I, I keep I keep hearing about all of these, all these officers being found not guilty, and mm-hmm. and all this other shit, and I'm just like,
0: yeah, <sighs> like it's mind boggling. I think you know, with you know the George Floyd incident, he was kind of branded a martyr. It's unfortunate yeah. that he lost his life, but like you were saying, Justin, that maybe that was the catalyst or like the 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 tempestuous event that uh, or conflict that sparked the entire nation is to have them everyone open their eyes to realize that this stuff happens all too often. Too often. All too often. Mm-hmm. People are really taking out their their, their phones and videotaping it and everything, but and that's the next step. But to go a step further. Maybe people are going to start intervening to to prohibit cops from, you know, you know, exercising excessive force.
2: Yeah, I yeah. mean, I've like seen other African Americans get pulled over uh, before, and I just I am like like just out of solidarity, I done not it over twice, a couple times, and just stood there, you mm-hmm. know, like just to make sure like it didn't go down like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, so I mean, it's hard to say like. Because, I mean, it was a pretty uh, standard police stop. But, you know, it's hard to say what you do when you, uh, you know, place in that situation. But it's kind of tiring to see, like, you know, that happening to us.
1: Yeah. So over and
0: over. Because, it, it, like you said, it was just your your uh, typical police stop, you know, traffic stop. It could really escalate in a blink of an eye. And without yeah, you yeah. being there, you know, it, it's, he, it's he say, she say, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you I know, mean, th- like.
1: Oh, go ahead. No, I was
0: just gonna say just thank God that you, you were there to to you know be an eyewitness just in case anything was to go left. So
1: or even to make them feel yeah. at, at a little bit at ease, you know, to oh, know yeah. that someone was there for them. Um but like with, with George Floyd, what it was a it was a potential counterfeit dollar bill, like right. what, five dollar bill or some shit like that. Yeah, like, yeah. Really? All that just for that, like um. The thing that that really got me about that, and like it, it, it still kind of brings tears to my eyes. Is the the last thing he was saying, like oh, calling out man. to his mom, like, oh god, man, that I think that touched so many people who have kids, who have parents that you know they they would call out to and stuff. I think that is the unfortunate thing that started bringing people out of their whatever shell to start actually giving a shit about this stuff um
2: right like i well just as a man i saw it once like, i couldn't see it bro. like
1: yeah what were you
0: so, saying justin
2: i said just as a like as a man bro I like that. that's like your final like cry out to man you know it got to be bad yeah just being honest with you like you're crying out for your mom as a man like a grown man like nothing against that or anything like that so i don't want people that feel like you know i'm downplaying because i know this is like a safe space. But just imagine being there and like yeah. you know the last person that you could think of calling for help is your mom because like at the end of the day that's the person that's always going to rock with you. Your know, mom, yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she wasn't even there, man.
1: That's, yeah, that's tough. She had, she had passed a couple of years before, right? And uh, like,
0: yeah, yeah. That's that's tough. That's tough. I, I appreciate you sharing that with us, Justin. What about you, Dempsey? What was the for event me? At? Resonated with it
3: would have been that. the Australian bushfire, you know, just, you know, it's um, for one, it was, you know, um, it was unusually warm and uh, um, windy. So, I mean, and the fact of the matter was um, it was global warming. So, I mean, that's another example of, you know, we need to be really careful about what we're doing, you know, to this planet, because otherwise we may not have much, much of it left. You know for you know our kids or you know yeah. our grandkids but you know that's to me that's what really comes to mind you know all the animals that were killed and displaced you know for the people you know the the air that we breathe in um so you know that's yeah. really you know that's the one thing that comes to mind for me at least so yeah how
1: how big was that too like that that was like a third of the the Uh, outlands right probably more
3: than that more than that you know uh, yeah because a lot of it was like the the coastal region i believe like Mm -hmm. the southern like i said it was like 46 million acres so i tried you know looking it up to see what the comparison was but for us it was like maybe a you know a third of the the continent so it was a pretty yeah. good region right there. Yeah. yeah. And
1: I mean that like we we had some fires out here too in 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 America like the the California fires like that yeah. unfortunately it seems like it's a a continual thing because we oh, see absolutely. it, like every year, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um it's just it's crazy how much is lost like not just not just you know, animals, but like plant life, houses, yeah, property, people a lot of times, too. Like, yeah, it's all stuff that takes so long to get back. Sometimes you can't get it back, you know? No.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, my older brother is out in California, you know, out mm-hmm. in the L.A. area. And when those fires occur, you know, I'm getting him on the phone just to make sure that he along with my sister-in-law and my nieces and nephews are, are good, man. Cause that stuff, it does hit, it does hit home. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want, I don't want to get a, you know, a phone call from someone saying that my older brother is, you know, he, he's passed Gone. away due to the, yeah. to the fires. I also mm-hmm. have a friend that's you Chris and I, we have a, an old co-worker and more of a friend now who's out in Australia. And she Mm -hmm. was, you know, she was actually impacted by the the fires because she got a job out there. And next thing you know, she had to close or her job had to, you know, she lost her job over it because all the places were closing and everything. But more importantly, Mm -hmm. I was more concerned about her health. And she was telling me that the air quality out there was was the worst. And I was just like praying for it, just making sure that in the ash. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just praying for it, hoping that she, she would be okay and everything. So, but luckily she is, she's still out there and she's doing very well for herself. But at that time it was pretty, uh, pretty significant. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's for me. I will probably say the death of Kobe Bryant. I don't know the man <laughs> of course, mm-hmm. but it affected me. It affected me so hard. Um, and what I mean by that, it, it affected me from a, A parenthood perspective you know I actually shed some tears you know I was watching uh Harry Potter with my boys because we were planning on going down to Universal Studios and you know we were going to take them there for the spring break but you know I I, when I found out that news I started to cry because you know not only he is he a great basketball player but he uh he's a great father you know what I mean you know he took fatherhood so seriously that was that was his number one job. And he wore his girl dad crown proudly. And to find out, you know, that he died, not only did he die, but his daughter died as well. And
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know, that, that shit, it, it tore me apart because, you know, I'm supposed to outlive my children. I mean, excuse me, my children are supposed to outlive me. I'm not supposed to outlive my children.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: The thought of me burying my children, it, it really cut into me, you know it really hit me hard. And, you know, I don't want to downplay any of those other events because they all have, a, you know, significance to it. It has a, a level of importance to it, but just me as a dad and, and knowing that, uh, knowing that his daughter was probably so scared. And the only thing that she could do is probably cling on to her dad. And he's telling, I don't even know what was going through his mind. Cause how can you reassure your daughter that everything is going to be okay? Because the likelihood for a, you know, a helicopter or a plane to crash, your survival is is very slim. And not just that, that, like
1: they didn't they didn't even see it coming. Like the their the metrics on the on the helicopter was reading that they were above, you know, the the mountainside. So they literally thought they were safe and they just
0: Yeah. They just plummeted straight
1: into it. And they they had no visibility because of the clouds and all that shit. Like but Anytime, anytime there's, there's children involved with death, whether it's, you know, a wrongful, wrongful misdeed, an mm-hmm. accident, ne- negligence, know, cancer, yeah. like any of that stuff, like it's, it hits so, so much harder, I think, for people. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just, it, it, it weighs so heavy.
0: And it's I mean, like, and I don't want to say, I, I feel for, you know, Vanessa Bryant and the rest of her children. Like you lose not only your father but your
1: sister, you know you lose your sibling
0: like that's man, it, it's it's hard to talk about
1: it's hard hard to deal with, and then I mean you just think of like all the different service industries that we have, like nurses uh people in counseling like um, what child child care that's like the amount of times that they have to see deal with and put up with like just the loss of a child or the, you know, the, the physical ailments of children and seeing that, like that, that's so hard. And I think a lot of times too, like, obviously we're talking about male health. um uh, A lot of times they don't have an outlet because they are the outlet, you know, right. for a lot of people. So like, it's, it's a lot to take in. And, you know, if something like that affects us, like where obviously we don't know Kobe, right we don't know his daughter or any of the other kids on the flight like just that impact alone had that that much of a of a bind on you just think of like how seeing that so often can make you feel you know
0: yeah and you probably one could say that you get desensitized to it because you're seeing it so much, but I'm sure that the uh, individuals who, you know, work with children and like you said, they have ailments or they end up dying or everything like that. You know, when they go home, I'm sure that it's, you know, they have to deal with even more stuff. Like I'm sure that that even weighs down on them even more. Like
2: mm-hmm.
0: even when they leave work, you know, they get to, they finally get a chance to take that hat off and, you know, it probably just hits them right then and there. You know what yeah.
1: I mean? And then a lot of times they probably just don't want to unload it onto the significant other. Cause then they're bringing them down as well, you know? Uh, so it's just making sure that we can find the right outlets to be able to share and, and talk about this stuff because it does hurt. It does hit heavy and it does need to be talked about more often. I think so.
3: Yeah. And I think after this, after the COVID, particularly with the nurses Mm-hmm. Uh, the doctors, it's it's not going to make it any easier, you know, because you know with the um the over arrival of the patients, right? Yeah, and man. It's a 2020. That is huh. exactly
0: the bitch and, known as 2020. Yeah, and
1: there <laughs> there there are a bunch of other things too that have happened that have probably affected people too. So, huh. I mean, just just know that you're not alone with with any of the the feelings that you've uh, you guys have been going through, like. Yeah. Whether you're feeling depressed because of what's happening, you know, whether the isolation is getting to you, yeah. uh, any of that stuff. Just know that you, you guys aren't alone. Like it 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 takes a lot to kind of get over this stuff. So just keep mm. keep pushing it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So uh you know, gentlemen, I I wanna take the time and ask you guys because of the bitch that 2020 is, you know, she's a filthy bitch at that you know, multiple middle fingers to her. What were some of the biggest challenges that
3: you guys faced in 2020? Um, I know that I had um, originally um, I know I was thinking about this, about trying to remember to wear my mask, but (laughs) um, my biggest challenge was just really um, just trying to be, you know, a better person. And just really just, you know, uh, just trying to get over the the isolation, you know, because I know all of us with the cabin fever, just trying to, you know, just hopefully being able to, you know, do what we can to find different ways to, you know, deal deal with kind of stay um, busy and everything. Yeah. Get back. to Uh, Exactly. It's going to. No, go ahead i was just going to
0: say you just like sitting at home and all you have is your thoughts and you know some of that some of those things might not always be pleasant you know? right
3: you know i think after this we're going to be looking at a new ways of uh just you know hopefully spending more time with your family and enjoying training. life yeah so. exactly
1: yeah yeah know for me uh biggest biggest struggle has been getting out of my own head most of my life i've actually dealt with depression uh Mm. and you know not necessarily just the isolation but just just thinking like you know i'm not good enough for certain things um and just trying to get away from that thought process again and you know when you when you're sitting there not able to you know see people and talk talk to people like you used to. Cause obviously like now with technology, it's easier for us to communicate. Um, it just, it, it doesn't feel as natural. It doesn't feel as right. And like some of my bad habits would start coming back through where I would just forget to and intentionally not communicate with people, like, mm-hmm. not even, not even just say hi, you know, um, yeah. and just putting myself in that position again to, to let, You know depression take over to let it control my thinking my my way of living my health my eating patterns all that stuff um you know it just it 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 wore wore down on me again thankfully like i've i've been able to kind of bounce back from it and try and look at things from a positive view again Um, and that's that's without seeking help, which I think is probably one of the dumbest things I do uh, is not seeking for help, but it's, it's, it definitely played a huge toll on me again uh, this year, but just know any of you guys like dealing with those thoughts of, of self-doubt or, you know, not being good enough or any, anything like that, anything to do with depression, you guys aren't alone. And it's a little hypocritical of me to say, but it's, it's, it's worth going out. And talking to a professional and talking through it, finding out, you know, what those demons are that are doing it, try and face those demons and just try and find a way to permanently put it behind you, you know, Uh, unless it's obviously the, the, the chemical imbalances that you can't necessarily control. But if that's the case, too, you know, you can you can find ways, you know, to have something help you medically.
3: Well And I think that's the problem though with this country with you know talking to someone professionally is just the fact if you do that, you know you can't do that without spending like two hundred or three hundred dollars per you know per session, session. yeah, if yeah. not per
1: hour <laughs>
3: right exactly, so I think that's what's holding people back now from wanting to do that, so right. Well, you know,
2: yeah, not to cut you off. No, there's actually uh, other options out there where uh, people um are doing it for cheaper. Like it's like actually you can like uh video conference video conf- conference them like we're doing right now. Yeah. And um uh, so I just wanna put that out there for people that are listening. There are other options out there that where you don't actually have to go and sit down with someone. you can actually look into it where you can video uh chat with a um, actual psychologist there's there's
1: texting services too Um, a lot of them a lot of them usually go towards uh suicide prevention and stuff so like if you're having suicidal thoughts but a lot of times too they'll take it for for anything you know domestic abuse downward thinking thoughts depression any of that stuff Mm -hmm. Um, and it's even if it's a little bit be be vulnerable it's hard it's it's really hard i think I think what besides the whole stigma of being a man and not talking about that sort of stuff i think a lot of it too is you don't want to be vulnerable because those experiences that you've had in the past those traumas you were vulnerable in those positions and you don't want to be put in those types of positions again so I think it's hard a lot of times to Let yourself be vulnerable in order to get the help because you think that something bad might happen from becoming vulnerable again.
0: Well, Chris, I will say this. I mean, uh, when you were telling us what your biggest challenge was, I think that, you know, you took a, a leap of faith and you you shared your, you know, your trial and tribulations with all of us. So I do appreciate you sharing that with us, man, because that it, it takes a lot of it takes a lot of balls to do that, to be able to express yourself in a, in a manner in which that you did, you know, and, and just to know that we we're not here judging you because of it and everything. I think this is how we have those those healthy conversations. And so mm-hmm. yeah, I just wanna, you know, you know, send my kudos to you for, for sharing that with us, man. So I appreciate yeah. you for that for, real. for yeah, real.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna say that a lot of you know, a lot of twenty twenty one, I'm gonna try and be more open about it. And yeah, you know, I was lucky enough that uh actually just a couple of days ago, uh, one of my best childhood friends. Um, we've finally been able to start catching back up, doing uh, WhatsApp video conferencing. We um, got to see his folks again and stuff. And he had he had a moment of vulnerability as well, where he, mm-hmm. like after, after I was talking about it and I even told him about the podcast and to look forward to and stuff, mm-hmm. um, he realized that he had some things he had to get off his chest to me. Um, and yeah. so he opened up, was vulnerable, shared. So, you know, it's it's okay to to let that stuff happen it the weight that comes off when you do it too just phenomenal
3: uh right like it's okay to not be okay
0: absolutely yeah uh i i think for me my biggest challenge of 2020 was trying not to lose my sanity with my children um (laughs) i was you know energy they really are uh, you know i love my sons to death um, but being around them 24 seven, I don't care what any parent says. Yes, I signed up for this. I have two children. I had two children, you know, and I, I need a break from them, you know, and I would bet my bottom dollar that any other parent who had, you know, who has one child or multiple children, we just need a break. And being stuck in the house with them. Now, granted, they need to <laughs> break from us, too. You know, yeah. mom and dad, you know, our boys, they needed to get away. But that's the thing. They couldn't escape. You can only be outside for so long, you know. And especially
1: we, especially when you can't see other kids. You know? Oh,
0: yeah. And I knew that that, you know, for, for an extended period of time, I was kind of thinking, was this going to affect their, their social skills and their social development with other children? And, you know, I, I was thinking about that. And so, you know, my wife and I, we ended up, you know, setting up Zoom meetings with, you know, my sons and uh, some of his friends from his from their elementaries. So just kind of just break up the monotony a little bit and mm-hmm. but that I, I really try not to, to like I said, uh, lose my sanity being around him. I love being around him. But, you know, mom and dad need a break. And it's, way,
1: it's just way too damn
0: It's way too much. <laughs> Uh, you know, I will, I will be very open and honest about that, and I I will even take it a step further. You know, being around my wife twenty four seven. I'm sure that she, y'all
1: need a bigger house. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. you
0: know, 1500 square feet is just not enough for all four of us. You know, there's, yeah, th- I was gonna
1: say, you need a man cave, she <laughs> needs a woman cave.
0: We just need to get away from each other, but we were always around one another. I, I, I enjoyed spending all that time with both my wife and my kids, you know, but there was, there came a point to where I needed an escape and I couldn't have that because my escape was literally right down the hallway and th- that's where they were <laughs> i'm like i'm trying to get away from my wife my kids are right there i try to get away from my kids my wife is right there i'm like fuck man damn i was gonna
1: say like um during during some of our, our test podcasts that we were doing um half the time you're just like oh the door's opening who's behind me oh yeah oh it's my wife right. like they're always just trying to find out where you're at. Yeah, it's just like, I'm like, I'm trying man. to be me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, damn.
0: So so yeah, that's uh I mean that's my biggest challenge. 2020, or was the biggest challenge of 2020? But <laughs> we'll see if ho- it
1: survives in 2021. <laughs> a-
0: hey, one thing is, I hope they don't listen to this episode and feel the type of way, because you know, <laughs> my sons might might try to hey. hit man in the <laughs> where the sun don't shine. You know.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, they are paying your ball sack, as you always say. They are paying no, a but, ball sack.
3: <laughs> but I mean,
1: at the same time, though, like you, you're you're able to see them grow. And accomplish, and and the amount of pride that you've felt from that, especially recently, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's got to be almost indescribable.
0: Oh yeah, because I mean, just to even take it a step further, I mean, yeah, they spent a majority of quarantine in remote learning, and I thought that you know they were not going to get the education that they that they needed. Because guess who the guess who the, the teachers were mom and dad and I know nothing about teaching but I will never and I mean this I will never criticize a homeschooling parent or a teacher or faculty staff what have you because they have serious jobs and mm. to be able to to deal with I'm I'm just happy that they're able to put it up with my kids because if they acted the way that. They acted around me when I was helping them out with their schooling. Yeah. <laughs> man. I I got some head. I I got
1: <laughs> and that's that's you doing one on one. They've got yeah. what, 20, 30 kids in those exactly. classrooms at the time? Like,
0: uh-huh. I got some headlocks for them if I know that they're acting out like <laughs> the that they were with us.
1: <laughs> oh man.
0: It's funny. That's funny. Yeah, uh, but- <laughs>
1: but they they've been they've been doing amazing on their schoolwork and stuff too right like getting getting a's a pluses like oh yeah they bring home great great grades <laughs> and uh you,
0: you know I, I was very shocked by that i mean just earlier this week braden is he's reading at a at a, a a higher grade level than what he's supposed to be reading at right now he's a third grader and he just got a silver medal for for jumping up a grade and He's 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 doing phenomenal, and same with Kendrick. He's only in kindergarten, but he's doing really well. They both got great report cards or great remarks on the report cards, excuse me. And I couldn't be a happier father. I really couldn't. Good for them. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I I guess they deserve that X that new Xbox <laughs> that just came <laughs> out. <Dude. laughs>
1: oh, oh, that's God. a pretty penny. Oh. <laughs> now, do you, you go full on Xbox and get the X? Could you even find an X?
0: No, I got the S because I don't trust I don't trust my boys with any type of, you know, discs. I, <laughs> we have to do everything digitally. I mean, we got the Nintendo Switches and they lose those little itty bitty microchip SD card games mm-hmm. all the time. I Like, bro, I spend like 60, 70 dollars on this and you guys are losing them. I mean, we lost Super Smash Brothers Ultimate for a good five, five months. So mm. no, we going digital on everything. I said, <laughs> where,
1: where'd you where'd you find it? Well, would you, know, uh, would you finding I'm, try, the, I'm trying like to this. think where
0: I, I think it was under the TV. So you know how like,
1: <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah, yeah. So
0: the little the little stand that it comes on, we moved that because I think we were moving. uh We were cleaning and we saw the little Super Smash Brothers right there. I was pissed. <laughs> I had them tear the entire house up. I'm like, man, we couldn't find it for five months. And it was oh. it was virtually in the same spot. So
1: yeah yeah <laughs> and that's uh, that's always the worst like having small things like just going into like little teeny nooks and cracks and crevices like
0: <laughs> yeah oh uh, that sounded so perverted by the way <laughs> oh. no uh, yeah. no i digress i digress hey let me yeah. let me let me ask you guys this um still talking about 2020 and uh we want to try to move ourselves in a, in a good spot. But, uh, I I just want to ask you guys, what are you guys hoping for, for 2021? What what new changes do y'all hope to to see or new habits that y'all want to, you know, create and adopt and everything?
1: Um, I know for me, it's just, it's one, I, I said it a little bit earlier. Um, keeping that positive mindset as much as possible, trying to uplift myself rather than break myself down. Uh, That way I can actually go for what it is I deserve, uh, not what I think, you know, uh, I don't deserve kind of thing. But then also looking at it, like finding out again, what it is that I I enjoy in life and trying to do that more often. Um, One of the things that I've, I've always wanted to be able to do is travel more often, you know? Um, Yeah. Trying to, trying to be able to experience all that there is, whether it's, you know, different culture and seeing how they live, how they, they, they love how they enjoy and celebrate certain things or whether it's, you know, just nature. Cause I know, you know, before all this, like back in April, obviously besides, you know, changing jobs and whatnot um, I was, I was planning on doing a trip that I, that I usually do with my uncle where we go and we just do, hikes uh i think last year we did we did zion bryce and north rim of the grand canyon you know and just spending weeks without you know a lot of access to my phone and social media and just enjoying enjoying nature enjoying every second of life as it as it is rather than you know through social media or through our phones or technology or any of that stuff like the the natural order of how life is is you know how i kind of want to rethink about you know how i'm living life and everything and then just you know seeing other people seeing friends family actually physically interacting with people rather than you know virtually like this i mean which don't get me wrong it's fun right but we we still need that that interaction that physical in-person interaction be able to to enjoy human interaction Uh, naturally again i think that's that's what i'm looking forward to most in 2021 at least hoping for
3: right right yeah um i think i'm the same way with that just being able to get back outside you know just um especially with with being able to you know go hiking go out west you know no matter where it is you know just get out you know go off the grid you know no um no social media doesn't matter no i have a lot of uh vacation time right now and that you can take or that you are taking um no if i if i could take right now um but yeah that's just really you know the um the first thing that i would love to do but yeah so that's really the first thing that
1: where where (laughs) so when you do take your vacation what what is it that you're hoping to to do with it like Beach, mountains, woods.
3: Mountains. Home. Mountains for mountains. sure. Cause I know with the beaches, I'm not sure. Um are the beaches uh have they closed them or are they open right now?
0: Well it is winter time, so they don't even like well Well I mean, you can always
3: go to Costa Rica or something,
1: right? I know yeah. in, I know in oh. Florida.
3: <laughs> I know in Florida, um, I believe some of them are I believe they're closed, but I'm not. I'm not yeah. positive though. Yeah. You see how high they are in COVID cases. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, depending on the location, you'll have some closed, some open. Um, but I'm am presuming too that when you go to take your vacation, you're probably thinking about taking it when nice. the vaccine's rolled out, more people are inoculated, like where it's 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 safer and easier for you to go and take this stuff. Yeah, am I presuming that correctly, Dempsey? Or are you Are you just gonna try and go and be like, "Fuck this, I'm going out now"?
3: <laughs> <laughs> right, right, but um, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> I, I will say when
0: I was in, um, yeah. <laughs> I will say when I was in Myrtle Beach for uh, my vacation, there were people out on the beaches, but it wasn't as packed as I thought it would be. So it was really mm-hmm. nice because there was tons and tons of social distancing and. Yeah one thing that I've kind of adopted uh for for 2020 was like I don't know if I like people like that anymore so it was pretty nice yeah. that I wasn't <laughs> around a lot of people so <laughs> I think uh uh no actually hey hey Justin cuz I don't I don't know if we heard from you and I I want to kind of get your take on it but uh what was your biggest challenge of 2020
2: um for me honestly you know how I am about isolation like I'm kind of it's like hit or miss for me. So uh, it was good to kind of have some of this isolation for me because it was uh, helpful for me to kind of identify some of my past traumas uh, Mm -hmm. just going forward and understanding, like, in order to uh, build a successful relationship with anyone, you kind of have to identify some of the past traumas because sometimes those past traumas can stop you from moving forward. So uh, me personally, uh, I was able to kind of – forgive myself for a lot of things uh, i actually talked to uh an individual about it uh like i never like forgave myself for like not being able to see my mom before she passed mm. and uh so that was kind of like man that like that was like a huge burden on me but um yeah. just kind of talking with that individual and then even uh talking to, you know with my sister about it i kind of like uh um like kind of had a healing from it uh, it's it's crazy and it's hard to explain but like uh you know i kind of woke up crying like this is like crazy in the middle of basic training but like you know i kind of felt like i was at peace with it so uh yeah. like so now i'm kind of doing that moving forward with a lot of other things in my life just trying to uh find that peace with uh past traumas and uh actually i know we talked about getting uh talking to people and getting help so i'm thankful
1: yeah.
2: that you know where i'm currently involved we actually have behavioral health and uh that's something i'm going to start looking into uh going forward just like we're talking uh, with something about it. I know, like me and you talked a lot uh, in 2020 uh, about certain things, and yeah. I don't know if that's what kind of inspired this uh, podcast, but like that was it like it helped did. me get through a lot. <laughs> like just talking to you and stuff like that, and just like hearing what's going on with you, then and then also like just talking to you about things that's going on with me, that kind of uh, helped a lot too. And then I know, uh, you know, during our recordings, me and Chris had talked about mm-hmm. a couple things that like. You know, we had some stuff that uh that went on between us, partly my fault, you know, just being we're honest. Mostly but um uh <laughs> yeah, I, I think Did we all own
1: up to it. Yeah, you know, own up to, <laughs> yeah, you know, own up to like we were young and dumb.
2: We've all yeah. beefed with one
0: another at one point. Yeah.
2: yeah, so I think it's good that like I mean, as men we're able to like really have these conversations and start talking with each other openly and just kind of like putting our egos aside and just like really trying to heal. So um I think that's I don't know if that was a challenge. I think it was a challenge, but like it became like I think some of like uh like a good accomplishment for 2020 for me, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, um you know you said that you kind of got over the hump that your you know your mother passed away. And if correct me if I'm wrong, that was almost that was in twenty eleven, right? Yeah. And man, that's I mean if y'all are listening to us, that it's twenty twenty one, so that's almost Ten years, it, you know, depending. I think it was November twenty eleven.
2: Yep, it was. And, yeah, uh, and and, and, uh, I, to...
0: and, and you know, that's that's. I'm just saying that you know, no matter how much time has passed, you know, it's never too late to to seek the you know the help that you need. And I, you know, I'm thankful for that that person, that individual who you had a conversation with to help allow you to, you know, kind of put out your, your emotions like that so that you can move on with your life. And I'm not saying move on in your life in a sense that you know you're gonna forget about your mother. No, not that, yeah. but how do you grow from this? So uh I, I just wanted to, you know, give a shout out to you and you know a little pat on the back for you because that's that's something to really recognize and 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 everything. So I appreciate you sharing that with us, man for real. Yeah. No problem so yeah that's man that that was heavy, bro like, no, I, don't, like, I don't even know what to say after that you know?
1: I would say i mean from from all that that Oof. learning and healing that you that you were doing in twenty twenty what what is it in twenty twenty one that you're hoping you know to do like compound on it like what what is it you're looking forward to for twenty twenty one
2: um honestly, yeah, like I want to kinda uh compound on it a lot more um. And then I'm also learning to be me more, like, uh, unapologetically. But also at the same time, like, I know that I've done stuff in the past to people that wasn't right and stuff like that. And I don't know if it's, like, egotistic or anything like that. But, like, I do want to offer, like, kind of, like, saying sorry about these things and stuff like that. Like, I'm not – like, if a person can tell me that they don't forgive me, and I understand that. But I feel like there's a lot of people that I do. Oh, apologies too for like past, past behaviors and uh, transgressions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I kind of, I just want to, you know, move my life forward and not, uh, have any negative feelings towards people. I mean, they, you don't have, like I said, you don't have to forgive me or anything like that. Um, I think me and Cedra talked about like an ex that I reached out to and I was just like simply kind of told her like, man, I'm sorry. Like I was, mm-hmm. that was like wrong, you know, and she was real cool about it and receptive and stuff like that. So like, and, uh, you know, cause she was a good person, you know, and you know, you guys know me back in the day. So like, that was kind of like, uh, a starting factor where like just going forward, like, I mean, we're, we're all trying to grow as men and stuff like that. So I think, um, we are responsible for our past behaviors and stuff like that. And I think, um, for at least for me being able to talk to that person and stuff like that is helping me heal and going forward. Um, I don't know about their healing process uh, personally, but, um, it does help me go for it
1: and hopefully it'll help them too. Yeah. Cause so. it's, it's, I mean, what you're doing though, that's a huge step because it's not, it's not always easy one, identifying it within yourself, but you know, being able to speak up to the people that you've, you've hurt or wronged and, and trying to acknowledge to them that you see what you did, um, and and that you did cause harm or discomfort or whatever it is, and and yeah. we've we've all that's the thing. Like every every single human on this world has done something to somebody, intentionally, unintentionally, whatever it is. You know, right? Um, it's just it's all about acknowledging it, trying to figure out how to heal from it, both you and the the receiver of of whatever it was, and just trying to make amends, do better and be better, you know? Yeah. yeah
0: definitely. Yeah, I, I I like the little spin you put on that because it's, it's the truth. I think for, for me, my biggest hope for 2021 is to have my sons stay in school in person. <laughs> hey, because I, I uh, my alone time. Damn it. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of with you guys. Uh, I just kind of want to, go back to some normalcy, you know? Um Yeah, I want to, sp- I plan to spend more time with my family, but in a, you know, in, in doses that I can take, you know, I don't want to <laughs> sit up. Like I, like I said earlier, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to sit up here and, 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 and lie to you guys. Like, man, I, I
1: love spending my, 24/7 family around with all, my family man,
0: but I, I need, I need some time. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, no, I, like I said, I just want things to kind of go back to the, to, You know, back to the state that it was, and I want 2021 to be, of course, greater than 2020. Mm, Uh, I think, I think, you know, we all need that. That's got to be the baseline. (laughs) Yeah, it's man. I just, it's it's tough to kind of put in words, but. Man, I'm, I'm yearning for it. I'm itching for it like it's like it's a damn drug, you know what I mean? So I I I need it back. That itch? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I need that. <laughs> You're right. The beer getting a little itchy here. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh no, let's go ahead and put a button on this. I mean, I, I appreciate these conversations. I mean, it's like I said, this is our very first episode. Um, you know, I think we put our emotions out there on the line about 2020 because as we said earlier, 2020 was a bitch to us, and I mean, even starting out now is kind of rough. But I'm, I'm hoping that we'll be able to, you know, see a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, do you guys have any closing remarks that you guys want to make? Uh,
1: only thing I could say is is one thanks, Justin, for your service uh, and hey, for my man. getting up extra early to be able to to record mm-hmm. this. You know, being However many hours away, because I don't want to give away any potential locations, you know, for any security reasons or whatnot, um, you, you know, appreciate you. And and honestly, I'm, I'm hoping that soon enough you'll be able to have the opportunity to come back home because, I mean, you, you didn't get the opportunity during basic uh, right. before deployment yeah. and everything. So it, it's just it's been too long since we've been able to actually see you in person, you know. Uh, and for you to be able to see your family in person and all that like, so thank you
3: yeah,
2: yeah it'll, it'll be good like to do an episode with like I don't know maybe I don't know what the COVID restrictions are but like it'd be nice to maybe we could do it like when I got back for because uh, I do get leave to do an episode
3: where we're all together I think that'd be yeah. great yeah, I was just thinking about that actually
1: uh, <laughs> crashing Dempsey's house <laughs> <laughs>
3: we should
0: do that we should well Well, hey you guys i mean we really appreciate y'all for joining us on our first men of the year podcast episode uh we hope that you guys tune in once more we're here every every tuesday every tuesday whether it's all four of us some of us two of us we will be extra. <laughs> extra. Yeah. Yeah. You name it, we're going we to do it. So, hey, I'm Cedric. And with me, as always, Chris Dempsey and Justin. And we are the men of the year, your mama's favorite group of men. Until next time, peace. Men of the year, men of the year, men of the year, men of the year.